Hi, this is Thea Fiore Bloom, and I'm the artist and journalist behind the Charm Studio blog. And today I wanted to bring you an audio version of a blog post I wrote called Five Ways to Improve Your Art Writing in Five Minutes. And this is an article for artists who sometimes uh, struggle with blogging or with their promotional web copy. It's uh, So let's get you started on five good tips for making some pretty quick changes. So your art buzzes with creativity, but what about your art writing? Great art writing is painless to read. It's the kind of writing you want to create for your website, for your blog, even for your social media feed. And it's the kind of writing that you're capable of. I promise. Here's why. Hoity-toity art writing includes long sentences filled with stacks of syllables and art jargon. But great art writing lets go of all that. Great art writing shares a branch or a leaf of the writer's authentic self with the reader. And we're all capable of sharing a little leaf, right? So tip one is allow your heart to shine out. And I love this quote by Hafiz, the Sufi poet and mystic, when he says, I wish I could show you when you're lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being, end quote. So the idea here is to allow one ray of the real you to shine out in each piece of writing you post. Readers sense when you share something meaningful, as opposed to just, you know, we get this advice, tell a story, tell a story, but it's tell some, tell, share something meaningful is more important than just a story. Writing as the real you is actually the key to helping you better attract your ideal client, better attract supportive readers that leave comments and that believe in your work. And it's also writing as the real you is a great way to just feel proud of your work and to feel authentic about what you're doing. But just how does one go about opening up and giving readers something enjoyable and helpful to read and something about the real you? It's not easy. There's no fail-safe plan. <clears throat> Excuse me, but here's tips number two through five are just a few ways I've stumbled on and maybe they'll they'll help you. So tip number two to be a better writer and be a better art writer is allow yourself to be funny already. Most artists and, and writers that I meet or that I interview for articles have vivid imaginations and super senses of humor. Yet when we write about our art, we often kick our passion and our playfulness right under the desk and we turn out material as serious as a heart attack. Thing is, if you've got a funny funny bone, try to wave it around a bit. If you think you don't have one or you're shy, I get it. That's okay. You can engage your reader with shorter sentences. You can read how to do that in my post, Improve Your Art Writing Overnight by Forbidding Yourself to Do Two Things. There's a link to that in the post here. Now, don't get me wrong, not everyone is going to think you're a riot if you try to include your sense of humor in your work. But you know what? You're not aiming for everyone. You're not Colgate Palmolive. Your goal isn't to have your toothpaste in every bathroom in America. You're a creative. You're a writer. You're an artist. You're an actor. You're a singer who needs a few of the right kind of folks to get you and your creations at the level of essence, okay? So tip number three is that great art writers share their work secrets. If you want to gain somebody's trust, what can you do? You can share a small work secret. 
you can engage and support readers without being the world's biggest authority on a topic. It's so important. People think they have to be the smartest person on something in order to help others. And it's it's usually not the case. A lot of times, you know, people that know everything about something can get in their own way. Australian painter Sarah Paxton's art blog is one of the most visited in the world. And what was the topic of her most popular post thus far? Can you imagine? Let's say, what she, here's what she said. Oddly enough, she said, my most popular post was on an article I wrote on how to get oil paint to dry quicker, end quote. So Sarah said that this was in response to a reader question. And she says, eventually you figure out just to ask people to email you and tell you what they want to learn, end quote. See, that's the really profound secret of writing a popular art blog is writing what people want to know about that's also in your field of, of interest, what also enlivens and excites you and something they want to know about, then you have a good matchup. Oh, and use examples often. You see what I did above is that I included the example of Paxton's experience of the paint drying post because it helps readers better understand my point about sharing work secrets. Examples give your writing a strong spine. So try to use one in every post or just try it in a rough draft, you know, for a couple times to get used to it. After you make your main point in a post, try including a mini story that illustrates what you're talking about. That would even work for social media too. If you do this, if you give examples are a really big secret professional writers use, examples will increase the chances of your readers having this kind of light bulb moment and it will allow them uh, to let in ideas for their own life and their own art practice. If you need more help beefing up your art blog, I have a big giant ultimate guide kind of article called Blog Toolkit for Artists, and there's a link to that here. Tip number four is to improve your art writing by using more visuals. As Aristotle was supposed to be, have supposedly said, the soul speaks in images, end quote. So do you include enough <clears throat> beautiful or interesting images in your promotional writing? Are you sure you include enough images of your own work or images of you at work in your studio? Or have you ever considered captivating readers by using your own simple drawings or illustrations in your written marketing? I have a link to a great post by um, Enchanted Marketing. Um, it's a wonderful blog. And it's about how the author over there just kind of really shyly started introducing these uh, kind of adorable illustrations into her serious marketing blog. And it just, it really helped the blog take off. And it's, it would make it fun for you to do. If you, the more creativity you can use in your posts and your art writing, the more you'll show up for your art writing because it'll be, it'll be uh, an enjoyable task as, a, as opposed to this drudgery. Okay. So blogs on, speaking of like using lots of images, blogs on my site have an app, the charmstudio.com use an average of five to 10 images per post. I was hesitant to use this many at first. It runs afoul of the prevailing marketing wisdom. You know, these big gurus will tell you, you know, that not to overdo it and keep your pages stark and simple. But I'm telling you, my readers are mostly artists and they're visual learners like me. And I can't tell you how many times they've mentioned to me that they love that I use, quote, tons of interesting images, you know, and beautiful. Beauty is, is makes, when I use beautiful images, it keeps searching for them and putting them in and makes me, it, um, creates ideas in my head and makes me excited to come back to my desk 
to write more because I love images. I'm an artist. I love working with visual uh, material. Could you use some open access, stunning centuries old art maps, sky charts, those kind of images? I give a link in the post here to Apollo Magazine's list of museums and other archives that provide unrestricted downloads of high resolution images. There's some beautiful paintings and obscure um, images of globes and one and constellations, wonderful things in there. How about stock photos? What about using a few stock photos to draw in some eyeballs to your writing? Uh, paid stock photo sites are popping up all over the web. And here are some links to three fee- three free sites that I love lately. One is Pexels, the second is Pixabay, and the third is Unsplash. And there's links to those there. But why not take your own darn stock photos? Because yes, some of the images on these stock photo sites are sublime, especially on Unsplash. But be warned, once you look at enough not-so-great photos of hand-drawn hearts in the sand and hand-drawn hearts in snow and hand-drawn hearts on chalkboards, it may dawn on you to whip out your own phone and try taking photos for your newsletter or blog by yourself. Tip number five, it's our last tip, is that great art writing allows others to share share your stage, okay? Quote, letting others shine their light gives you enough illumination to light your own. I love that quote by Machona Diwalo. Finally, you could enliven and deepen your art writing and promote the work of other artists you admire at the same time. Have you considered interviewing someone you look up to for your next post? I get permission and share the wonderful art writing and words or of at least one artist and subscriber in every post I create. I do this for two reasons. One, my artist writer subscribers are amazingly talented and including their work just ups the quality and look of my blog. It makes it more beautiful, it makes it more serene, it makes it more meaningful. Number two, I just feel a rush of electric happiness inside me when I help others to shine. So if you're a subscriber and you and I haven't reached out to you yet, if you want to work of yours on my blog, please send me links to your art website or your social media so I can place something there in a future post on the blog. So here's my parting thought. Allow your writing practice to be as creative as your art practice, right? We talked about that a little bit earlier. Use your creativity to support both the visual and the written side of your art practice. Play with allowing. Strengthen your vulnerability muscles. I know it's terrifying to reveal the real you to others in print. I'm scared all the time, but for some insane reason, I just do it anyway. And I think it's it's a good method for you to try to, just to keep trying it anyway. It gets easier as you go. But if you can muster up the moxie to be daring, I believe that there's a world out there waiting to reward you for your bravery. Just give them a chance. As Astro Teller, the scientist says, quote, the world is not limited by IQ. We are all limited by bravery and creativity, end quote. Do you have any other tips to add? Anything you think? If you want to let me know what you're working on or allowing to happen in your writing life, I'd love to hear it in the comments below. I just want to thank you really sincerely for sharing your time, your energy, your um, taking time out of your art or writing practice to spend some time here on the Charm Studio with me. Stay confident, stay brave, and understand that writing is just rewriting. Writing is less about talent and more about rewriting, okay? So just keep that in mind and keep showing up to the desk and things are going to get more and more wonderful for you. I promise. Bye-bye.